You're listening to Hey guys, welcome to First of All, a real and filtered conversation on career, relationships, family, love, and all things modern culture. I'm your host, Wendy Chang. So excited to be back with you in my virtual living room. Welcome if you are new to the podcast. Welcome back if you are a returning fan. I'm here with someone really, really, really incredible right now. <laughs> Besides Marvin, who's my audio engineer. Um, I'm here with my good friend and actress, writer, director, badass woman extraordinaire, Christine Geralaga. Hi, girl. Hi. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> that was very sweet. Thank oh, so much that's like the beginning. I didn't even, I was just like warming up. <laughs> well, let me introduce you, no. <laughs> you know, okay. I have a lot more to say about you. Um, I love like people I love. I think I should get, I don't even be hired. It's just like if they pay me in hugs, I'll be their hype woman for anything. <sighs> Dude. How you doing, girl? I'm doing it. That's what I'm doing. You're doing That's it. That's how I'm doing. <laughs> just, you know, we're just trying to live out here in these streets. We're just trying it's to hard. get out here it's in hard. these streets. How are <laughs> you doing? I know. I feel like we both came in like, exhausted. Okay, it's like a day. It's um, Friday. And it's actually very suiting for what we're going to talk about in our yes. future topic. Um, but before we get into that, can you kind of introduce yourself? You want to tell us where you're from? Sure. So my name's Christine. I'm originally from the Bay Area. Yeah, yeah. Born in San Francisco, raised in Vallejo, California. Okay. Hey. <laughs> um, out here in Los Angeles now, uh, pursuing a career in acting, filmmaking, um, arting. 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 Creator. That. Yes. yes. And you've been hustling, woman. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> we, Trying out here in these streets. We can, we say, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's funny. So the reason why we I've been meaning to have Christine on for ages and ages. Like it's, I'm hitting my one year mark very soon. I, I know. I know this. I think actually when this goes up, it'll be past my one year. You might actually be like the oh first episode God. of my f- second year. Well, happy birthday. Huge mm-hmm. congratulations. I mean, I wanted you to know how great this podcast is just like that especially this last episode i mean like i mean i was like telling steven about it i was like he's feeling in the same kind of place mentally where he's just like oh i'm enough yes yeah yeah Mm. so i was like i think you need to listen to this episode because this one might do something might do something for you so i'm so honored yeah Did did he listen to it I told him about it last night. Okay, like, cool. Super late. So okay. he. I'm honored that you listen to it. Are you honestly. kidding me, girl? I'm like, it's I'm a weird like thing. Catching right? in when I can. Yeah. It's weird when you make things and then you put it out there and then it does resonate with anybody and you're like, really? It's. Oh, God. It just means so much that when people are like, I connect with that. And then you feel like as a person, suddenly you're like, I exist and I feel seen and heard. Yeah. And that, yeah. I've heard, had people message me. And say those words like I feel seen, and I'm like, Dang. well, you're just making me emotional right now. Yeah, no, and it's so true. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, I've definitely felt that way, and I think that's why I've been, you know, I guess you know, and we're fellow actresses, but mm-hmm. wanting to create things because we know very much how that feels when we yeah. we see somebody be like just truthful. Yeah. And vulnerable. It's so true. I mean, even with like your solo episodes, it's just like I could just listen to you talk about what's going on with you. 
like all day because I feel so like it's just like I'm just sitting in my car like damn girl like yes that is exactly how I feel too like about a ton of things Mm -hmm. where it's just like you needed me doing TED talks okay (laughs) (laughs) who knows that'd be be really cool no for real I was like damn she's so articulate like and I'm like sitting here like okay can I just say words clearly you can (laughs) though see and this is what okay so what had brought Christine and me together initially was our love for acting because Mm -hmm. we met in acting school in the Bay Area and if anybody in the Bay is curious or LA curious about acting we both recommend Beverly Hills Playhouse we definitely Daryl that was Uh, that was a it was a it was a really special time I swear like it really created a group of friends like friends forever kind of thing and just feeling like you had people who got you and that you're like dude yeah no for motivate me it's so true like I mean and those are the exact words I would use too. some special like it was very special like that was a place where it was safe we could come in do some crazy vulnerable vulnerable work some of our the best work of our lives that people will never be able to see. I know, except for us. I know it's crazy. I remember things. I will remember things about all of our friends that I'm like, if only people saw. I know, but then it makes it special. Like I got to. See. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I remember. I still remember. Um, butterflies are free. Stop it, Xavier. I was just talking so about that yesterday. Good. If anybody oh like, I learned about God. film, and if anyone wants to ever check out a fun old movie mm-hmm. that's like ve- very relevant and fun and mm-hmm. funny. And heartwarming is Butterflies Are Free, which was Goldie Hawn's first uh, feature film ever. Super charming. Crazy yeah, charming. Yeah. And we had a lot of fun modernizing that. Yeah. And just having a good time. That's so sweet. You Such remember a, that. Oh, my God. No. There are so many memorable things from that time. You know what I mean? Like, I love it. And, and so it, Christine yeah. and I were in acting school together. And then we progressed as human beings, as professionals, mm-hmm. as people usually do. <laughs> and we made our transitions to L.A. And then, Christine, um, while you were in San Francisco, you started a period drama. Right. Yeah. And I, I'm going to let you explain it. Can you explain <laughs> a period drama? Because that's what we've had to talk about today. So a period drama is a short film I made basically with as many friends as we could. Um, but it's a it's a short film. It's a comedy about um, a woman going through that time of the month. And what I did was I took the period character and personified it as a human played by my great friend Rivka Rufino. Yes, um, Rivka. Yeah, and it's just... A fun look into how it really can be for a woman to have to endure a week of painful period time. Yeah. And it, yeah. it's just so brilliant. Like, <laughs> it's just so simple. And the, like, honestly, to me, like, great art is very duh sometimes. Like, why didn't I think of that? Or like, somebody just oh. did it. You know what I mean? They took an idea. So what Christine did is, yeah, she t- took the period, which is, you know, an experience that women go through, mm-hmm. and she made it a person. <laughs> and so she made characters, like, an actual person, and then another personified period person. Mm-hmm. And all of them were wacky characters. Yeah. Because you a- had, like, the diva period. Right. And yeah. you had the super emo period. Our acting teacher played a period for Victoria Ma. It was <laughs> our good friend Victoria Ma. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And so we did a live performance and I got to be in that. Yes. So um leading up to shooting, we were doing a lot of fundraising and Minji so like generously was a part of one of our fundraisers, which was basically like 
of vagina monologues except from the period's point of view. It was totally. So much fun. So all my uh, friends, like I had people come in and write their own monologues and then I had friends come and perform and you got to be the woman in... Uh... I was actually the young girl. <laughs> yes. You were the young girl I was, who I became was the, the woman. Who became yeah. a woman. It's literally my, my like the beginning of womanhood. Yeah. And then... Uh, <laughs> It was just so good. I played a kid, like, I was wearing, like, overalls. I was wearing something, and mm-hmm. I'm being, like, pigtails or something, which was actually my life. <laughs> like, I was really young when I first got my mm-hmm, period. Mm-hmm. And then um, my my period character, my counterpart, mm-hmm. was Olivia. And she sang a cover, like, a parody version of Let It Go yeah. from Frozen. Let It Flow. Called Let It Flow, yeah. So good. <laughs> it was so She wrote good. the lyrics. I mean, I was like, because she's a, an amazing 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 singer writer so i was like take this idea and just run with it and she yeah. she wrote all she of ran it. yeah it was oh, good so great so and so okay that's what and so christine and i i've been talking to her i was like we need to come and like talk about womanhood because yeah. the way that you through your art would articulate and make fun of and embrace and celebrate all of it i was like this is so bomb and this oh. is gold and honestly you know, I was doing some research and I shared recently mm-hmm. that I was doing a little bit of podcast research and seeing what shows were out there, what was hosted. And it was like a pretty strong two to one ratio in terms of male podcast hosts versus female. Interesting. So but that's like a, that's an upward motion, which is yeah. great. It's a, it's an indicator that there are more women who are putting their voices out on yeah. podcasts, which yeah. is great. Yes. And um, yeah, just like kind of figuring out what kind of stories I wanted to share. And I was like, I grew up. A never really getting educated outside of like a really academic setting mm-hmm. about periods, mm-hmm. oh. and mm-hmm. like you know, and never talked about it with my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, I've talked about it jokingly with friends, and that's what you do when you're like a teenage onward, and you're just kind of like, can I get a tampon? Right. But I just thought it'd be funny, just in general, to talk about womanhood, about period drama. Mm-hmm. It's a really real part of half the world. I think it's actually there's more women in this world. Right. Like yeah. 51%. Yeah. 51, I think. Yeah. Half the world be going through this, okay, for yes. decades. And so I think it's good to like deconstruct some of the taboo, shame, nonsense that goes around it. Absolutely. And just be like, yo, it's part of life. The totally. same way of like, I don't know, the, pu- the physical part of like you grow taller, you get boobs or your voice changes for guys. But mm-hmm. this is also part of it. And it's okay. It's okay. And there's ways to make it doable and bearable and for you to live your life. I mean, like, there are ways to be able to do this, y'all. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Do you? Let's talk about that. Okay. So I'm curious to you, Christine. Like, Mm -hmm. I just shared. I was actually, like, right after I turned 10 or right before, right after I turned 10 is when I went through puberty and cut my period. Okay. You're one of the young, young, young I was a youngin'. Yeah. What about you? I got mine at 13. Okay. Like, at a sleepover so i was surrounded by girls already and like but it was like you know super young so it was super light didn't understand i mean i knew it was coming eventually but i was still like whoa so that's what that is Mm -hmm. um and it was weird i didn't tell anyone you didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell anyone at the you party. So, you were just like kept it a secret. Yeah, I just kept it a secret. I didn't do anything until I got home. So I was like, well, hopefully no one's noticing this. But like, yeah, it was just like. It's such a, that's, and that's a funny thing. Like, I, I saw my mom's pads when I was little. Mm-hmm. So basically I just put two and two together when I, I got, I got at school. Okay. So I was like, oh, that's what my mom has that Right. Stuff. Oh, so then that helped me not 
freak out. Yeah. Like, there's ways to take care of this, for sure. Because I don't... Would you, you, you didn't freak out? I didn't freak out. It was a pretty calm, like, realization. Oh, you're of, 13. Like, yeah, 13. Yeah. I was like, okay, it's begun. <laughs> <laughs> it's time. It, it is, is time. time. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I love you. So, oh, but, but I can't imagine. And I wonder, I'm sure there's girls around the world, you know, and this is like, we're not just talking about from a very privileged, you yeah, know, oh, yeah. first world country totally. standpoint. It's to me, it really breaks my heart because... Again, I had the benefit of being in an environment growing up in the Bay where like people are going to have sex ed. Like I did have sex ed. It was actually after I got my period, but it was Mm -hmm. like right around then. So like there's ways to cushion it, right? Like being educated. Yeah. And having somebody talk to you. Yeah. Did you had already gone? Like, did you when did you have sex ed or like about puberty and stuff? That didn't happen until I was 15, Yeah, dude. Not till I was a freshman in high school. You were in the Bay, too. You were up in Vallejo. Vallejo. They didn't have sex ed until you were in high school? Until I was, yeah, a ninth grader in high school. How did all the kids that got it before then, how they supposed to... That's what I'm saying. Resources, y'all. Yeah. Resources. They just weren't there for our school district, basically. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of... That's and see and then there's it, it, I yeah. there's like schools across the country you can opt out of sex ed apparently. Right. And I'm hearing about like schools in like different countries that start sex ed at like 5 years old. Yeah. Which is like whoa. Like because that is it, really one way to just like Because it's that a, like yeah, because yeah. it's a normal part of life. Absolutely. To yeah. me it's very like duh. Yeah. Like, why is it some big scary secret? And why is it something that people are afraid of or like kind of grossed out by? Or It's all of the above. It's like they're afraid of it. They're grossed out by it. They're ashamed of it. And that's like what I think is really sad because if it's a normal part of life, then you can figure out how to deal with it. Exactly. And then you like, I don't know. Like, again, because I'd seen my mom's past, I just kind of like trotted down to the nurse's office. Yeah. And I just let her know. I don't even know what I said to her. <laughs> I was like a little kid. I think I was wearing overalls or something. I'm just like, okay. It is time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's like the origin story. And I'm really shocked that you didn't have sex until your high school. Yeah. I think it's kind of ridiculous. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. How has it, how would you, what is your I mean, I feel like journey? They, yeah. I feel like they definitely not in middle school we had like bullying you know yeah 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 assemblies but yeah that was about it yeah that's insane okay well so then fast forward okay now it's been like more than half your life (laughs) yes you know (laughs) um it's been like over Mm -hmm. two decades of mine it's been Mm -hmm. great how do you i guess one of the things that what do you feel like are like the stigmas around it still do you still think that people have a lot of issues with it Men or women or otherwise or like these generational like I f- it might be changing yeah for the generations like I mean like because now the kids growing up have way more options of how to, it's not just pads tampons and like you know yeah, like shush, menstrual shush cups and stuff yeah we got menstrual cups now like kids get to experience that we have like thinks underwear I don't know if we've ever used oh things. I've seen ads for that. <gasps> I I'm, we can I, talk more about that. But we like, talking about it's going to show up highly, all in my ads right now. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I I mean like they're not paying me to say this, but I highly recommend. Okay, for sure. Have you researched? Have you like tried a bunch of varieties? Or like because it's some people's like find their thing and yeah. then they never change. Right. No, and it's totally. I think it totally is about that when it comes to period self care. Yeah. Like find what works for you to make that 
time manageable. See, literally know? in the many years that I've been alive, no one has ever said that to me, what you just did. I'm feeling a little bit emotional. Right? It's crazy. Like, figure I've out what works it. for you. Yeah, figure out what works for you. No, it's like more like deal with it. Yeah, you know, exactly. Especially like in the workplace, at school, it's like, don't be emotional. Oh, are you on your period? And every like, time there's something jokes. that's like, yeah, like not, and that's like the main thing that I think women can all kind of universally commiserate with is being called out, quote unquote. If you're like, if you are negative in any right. fashion, it'd be like, oh, is she on her period. Like, uh- <laughs> it's just honestly, and that's what I realized. Like sub subliminally, it's very villainized as yeah. like this inconvenience and that something gross and that it like causes people to be crazy yeah see this is why I wanted to make a short film around it where I portrayed it a completely different way as just an experience whereas like I've seen like I can't remember the name of the show right now but they did like an episode it was a comedy they did an episode when one of the characters was on her period and they like made her just this angry crazy monster yeah for the whole episode and it's like clearly Men wrote this freaking episode. Right. Yep. And it's it's just like. Here's my thing, too. And I'm like, I think it'd be great to have even like multiple discussions just to discuss feminism and how people identify with that or define it. Mm -hmm. I don't hate men. No. Um, I hate shitty men. Yeah. I hate hate shitty people. I hate shitty people. And a lot of shitty people that have said things to frustrate me have been shitty men. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's what I'm just gonna clarify that because there's a lot of amazing men that I love and adore and would fight for but um, I'm just calling out there's shitheads out there who don't know the first thing about anatomy they have no empathy and they're Mm -hmm. just idiots Mm -hmm. so those are people I don't like yeah okay because it's just it's an ignorance too yeah like I feel like as women you know we are often empathizing i mean we have just like that nurturing side of us that makes us like put other people first Mm -hmm. you know i mean i think that's something you and i really like identify with it's just like constantly putting other people ahead of us right and so putting their like comfort and needs uh, first and especially as women because we were you know that's we grew up in a society where it's like you must serve serve Tis Ooh, the, that word. Tis the program. I yeah. I love service. Yeah. I love hospitality. Yes. Yeah. And generosity yeah. and care. Mm-hmm. But also, I don't think there's a certain... And as I talked about this with my friends on, uh, there's a podcast episode I did about toxic masculinity. Oh, good. And I'm just yes. saying, like, it's a pendulum that's swinging back and forth, man. And, like, there is a lot of anger. There's a lot of, like, resentment and being mm-hmm. like, yeah, I fucking suffered. I've dealt with being ridiculed and feeling isolated and made fun of and ashamed of my body mm-hmm. for your comfort. Cause like you can't deal with the fact that like somebody has a period. Yeah. Literally, that is why you exist in this world. You're yeah. born of that condition yeah. or experience. I mean, that's Fuck part you. of what makes it possible <laughs> for people to enter this world. Seriously. Like, yeah. it means we're healthy. Yeah. Okay? Like, and functioning. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and it's funny thing because I felt a lot of shame around that and I'm getting fired up because it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. on one side, I think like, if I were to explain it to my daughter, I'd want her to feel like this is a sacred thing. Like, yeah. this is the ability of you to carry life and, like, procreate. It's part of you growing up. And it's yeah. like a milestone. 
I would hate for her, any one of my friends too, even if it's like I can like deal with, I can deal with the struggle. Mm -hmm. But it's like, yeah, knowing that my fellow women that I love and adore and think are amazing and do great things for the world, that they're walking around being ridiculed or being like, you know. Yeah. Oh, don't bring that up. That's disgusting. Discriminated against in in the workplace. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, yeah, there are just so many things. Like it starts with that that one joke of like, oh, that's kind of gross. Please don't ever talk about that. And then it escalates and escalates. I mean, like in different places, in different parts of the world, like people like like there are women who are literally being like kept in like tents because it's that time of the month for them. It's they're getting their period and they don't, you know, they don't want to like what's the word like contaminate anything with that's really sad yeah yeah it's just so yeah if any of these like period well awareness yeah episode um but like again and so and it's it's fair to completely acknowledge that there's a spectrum of experiences and having like a douchebag say like oh that's gross i don't want to hear about it versus being quarantined or like isolated and put away in a different part of a property so that like you're whatever yeah different cultures handle it differently and it's just always so i challenge this like i'm challenging our first world i'm trying i'm challenging the privilege that like we actually do live up to these ideals that we say like that people are equal and all this stuff yeah like it starts somewhere Mm -hmm. definitely you know yeah yeah Let's like let let's just get over these old school like just boring <laughs> thoughts around something that's natural. Yeah, because I think it yeah. can be pretty dangerous. What are you? Yeah. How do you manage then? So what is your like? Oh boy, girl. we want to be a support. <laughs> we want a safe place for women and for men, anybody to listen and learn. Yeah, and figure out how you can be an ally and yeah. be a supportive partner or friend like how do you what do you need christine how can how can i or you be there for you okay when it's when i'm getting my period girls <laughs> girls guys all y'all okay <laughs> let's start with the physical stuff okay yeah, yeah. so on like for me i personally know that my heaviest days are day one and day two mm-hmm. day two being the heaviest mm-hmm. so that's what i got my thinks underwear for like they have i mean <laughs> like i know right they so like like depending on which one you buy like they have like the hip hugger and then like you know something small like a brief or whatever like and those hold like a certain amount of blood mm-hmm. during the day but like it's just so wonderful because you don't need pads for that i actually double up on the Thinks underwear and a menstrual cup. Okay. Yeah. I've never ventured into that territory. Oh, neither of them? Yeah. Interesting. I yeah. would I would just like give it a shot. Okay. It may not be for you. Okay. It isn't for everyone. Yeah. Um for some people the menstrual cup is painful and it shouldn't be, but um they discover that, so yeah. it's not for them. I'm learning that there's a lot of conditions not maybe not a lot, but there are there are conditions that a lot of different women experience. Yeah. In terms of like even using a tampon or anything. Yeah. And I was I was shocked to hear that because, again, I've had the luxury of not ever having to have issues with that. Right. And, yeah, I'm, I'm continuously learning. And, again, there's, Me like, too. so much that women experience that we don't share. Me too. I know. I mean, like, it's it blows my mind that now that we're adults, mm-hmm. you know, like <laughs> – like full blown adults, like it is only now that people have been starting to make like even like more progressive or like revolutionary kind of like period care, right? Like products, right? 
I mean, we grew up with just pads and tampons and mo- like. Well, even yeah. tampons were villainized. Like I remember mm-hmm. growing up, and I remember having a horrible, shitty boyfriend who like equated tampons to, like I'm having sex. Yeah, really? I I kid like, you not. Like little cotton. Mini yeah, dildos. like that's why. And there <laughs> there are girls out there who equated. There's some some sort of like I don't know if it were these are like church friends, but there were girls. I remember distinctly because I was like whoa and like i had to like reevaluate my life you know yeah this is when we're young teens and there are girls who are like oh, i can't use tampons like i'm a virgin and it's like okay the- why do we have to center everything around the penis because it ain't about the <laughs> penis it is about my vagina it is about my vulva right now it's about the inside that is going through some shit okay <laughs> Like, why does this have to be around the penis? No, but that's so funny because at the time when I was a teenager, I remember girls saying this and they're just like, oh, I use pads. I can't use tampons because I'm still a virgin. And so like they equated that or somebody put that information in their head that if you use a tampon, you've lost your virginity. So somewhere something happened. And then like I had a boyfriend from church and who was older and horrible um, who equated like he didn't want me using tampons because wow. he's like I'm the only thing allowed in there or whatever wow that's some bullshit see that's yeah. like possessive like, weird that's some psycho yeah. like yeah but that was a learned thing I'm sure he learned right. it from somewhere no totally you know what I'm saying like totally. I wonder what movie or I don't know like where right. what manual he got about this how to be a man exactly. you better mark your territory and don't let nothing else in it you know I mean like cause we're not going to the doctor and the doctor's not telling us like, yeah this is what you gotta do when this happens like the girl i'm korean i'm asian i ain't go to a pediatrician right (laughs) i got a rash i got a cold i feel i write it out survive (laughs) that shit yeah that's mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's the same did you go to a doctor no no not for that yeah yeah you know i don't drink rarely go ginseng tea or i don't (laughs) know something sleep figure it out (laughs) yeah no for real okay so okay so you got your (laughs) yeah got my thanks underwear okay i got my um menstrual cup and what's great about those things is that super equal like eco-friendly okay you know um because pads and tampons that just contributes to the um just the trash that we're accumulating on this earth that we are having a hard time getting rid of mm-hmm. um that's making our earth like sad right now yeah pollution and stuff so um they're great f- for that purpose um it does mean you have to get comfortable with getting a little more intimate with yourself and yeah. the blood. Yeah. But um it's not as messy as people think. Okay. Truly. Like um like the things underwear again. Sorry to keep pushing that, y'all, but like You it, gotta get a sponsorship out of uh, no, yeah, come on, thanks. No. Um like it's super absorbent. Like you don't feel a thing all day. Like it's nice and light, so you don't feel like you're carrying around a heavy pad. You know what I mean? It's it feels so comfortable. That's good. Yeah, I love it. Do you have... Okay, so other question, because mm-hmm. I've talked about this so extensively as I've gotten to know my own cycle or self yeah. better over the years. Do you do you PMS? I do. Okay. Yes. Because not everyone does. Not everyone does. I am... Yeah, so, so I was like, we'll talk about the physical side. Yeah. We'll talk about that emotional stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slash mental. Slash yeah. your soul. Exactly. <laughs> and no, I, and I'm someone who is like... Um, I am just a very emotional person. Uh, so when that time Damn. comes around, yeah, it's like, okay, I got to start. I got to recognize that partially it is because of that. Like, obviously, like we are living full lives. So mm-hmm. there's so many factors yeah. that are out of our hands that affect how we are throughout the day, you know. Yeah. Um, 
And so, like, to have that thrown on top of it, to have your period thrown on top of that is, like... Like, fuck anyone who's just like, oh, she's on her period. That's why she's acting like that. It's like, do you understand no. how many things I have to deal with? <laughs> what do you, how would you explain that? Like, if you're saying, like, this is what I have to deal with, what would that be? So I do go through pretty, um, I wouldn't say extreme, but there are some mood swings there. Yeah. You know, like, I can, like I get easily affected by things. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, if something angers me. <laughs> It's like it's hard for me to have that. Like patience is less <laughs> during that time. It is time. thin. It yeah, is non-existent. Very thin during yeah. that time. Yeah. Um, I mean, like you got to think about it this way too. Like when people are in pain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to be the nicest people in the world because. Do you have like soreness? Do you get headaches? Oh, Do you have yeah. cramps? Headaches like- are the worst. For me, See, I haven't had headaches, so I <gasps> I I rarely get headaches in general. Even when I'm sick, I usually get a lot of other symptoms. Oh, but headaches wow. in my life are kind of rare. So when okay. I get them, they're the worst. And mm-hmm. I'm like, so then when I do get them, it's always a point of reflection mm-hmm. of like I have friends, male and female, like everybody right. who deal with regular headaches. I was like, how do you live? How <laughs> I know because that is like the most important tool, like our mind, our brain, like our heads, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, no, I get really bad headaches. Yeah. Um, that's usually the first sign that I feel like I that's usually like the night before is when it's the worst. And it's like, OK, now it's about to happen. Yeah. Tomorrow. I mean, I know you and I both use period trackers, too. So that helps. Slow. A lot. I should have been using it for years upon years. Upon I years. know. I think it's a little See, late. We didn't have apps back in the day. Yeah. We had calendars and <laughs> girlfriends. If you do not have an app, mm-hmm. get an app. Mm-hmm. And also, if you are booed up and you have a woman in your life that you care about, you should get one too. Yeah, get <laughs> just he- it, it's helpful. It is data helps. It's so and like it's great because you can like record your mood. You could record like the soreness you're feeling, like the acne you have, like and you could track. You could see like when these things are happening throughout the month for real, and it helps predict yeah. too. Yeah, totally. So I I'm very much in the same place with you. I do get PMS, mm-hmm. and I used I don't think I used to. I don't think it's been like, and that's where I feel like our bodies are always changing. Yeah. Totally. Were you consistently like dealing with all the like sorts of trouble since you were young? Or? No, like I, I feel like when I was younger, it wasn't as bad. Yeah, to be honest, like it was manageable. And like the um, I think I think the only symptoms, like the worst symptoms I had when I was young, were like cramps. Yeah. See, yeah. that's a funny thing. I had cramps when I was younger. I don't get them anymore. Yeah, which I don't is get great. Cramps either. Yeah. I just get fat and tired, sluggish. My brain's mm-hmm. a foggy mess. Mm-hmm. And yeah. everything, like exactly what you said. Like you feel things, but it's just intensified times a thousand. Yeah. Like, totally. and I know that. Yeah. But it also doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because we're gonna still show up to work, and we're still gonna go do what we gotta do. Right. You know what I mean. Yeah. Right. Which is like math. And again, I'm kind of like looking at things more data, Mm -hmm. you know, in a data set. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, so basically half the so one quarter of my life, because it's a week per month. Right. I feel, you know, like absolute garbage. Yeah. (laughs) The other week. I'm like managing a period, like figuring out how to like work around that, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. You know, you have to like, you just have to, 
coordinate. You have yeah. to like think about, okay, am I getting my Thinks underwear? Like, yeah. you know, when I was younger, it was like, can I go swimming? Right. Yeah. You know See, there were things that we had to like plan around. And I, it's just, you know, I wish more people knew about that because it does take, it does take like planning and thinking around. It takes like, a toll too. Yeah. Totally. It's a lot. It's, totally. And so, and, and so in that way, that's why I do like give women a lot of credit mm-hmm. because again, with all that, there's still this need, not even need, we don't need to, but mm-hmm. we do show up. We still function, yeah. go to work. Like you, and this, and so it's funny story. And I have a question for you if you ever had this same incident. Okay. One of the first fights I ever got with a former boyfriend, mm-hmm. like we were getting along swimmingly. We're like, kid, it's like honeymoony stage. But the first like actual fight we got in, and this is a few months into it, was when I was PMSing. Mm-hmm. I remember I was feeling like, just worse like scraping the bottom of a barrel there i am (laughs) yeah and he told me and he was someone who studied bio and like medicine and all that stuff he told me that pms is all in my head i'm about to back my chair up right now (laughs) and slam my face into the wall and come right back that is oh my gosh it's just like when i hear super privileged people say like racism isn't real or yeah yeah <laughs> you know just like things that, that they category. are not experiencing and it doesn't exist but they ha- seem to have the answers for it. like yeah no he made it sound like you're like making a like you're making okay it's it's different even if you're saying like you're making it worse than what it is which is like exactly the point of what the hormones do is that it intensifies yes. the, the yeah. shittiness uh-huh. so I already own up to that mm-hmm. I would be like yeah I am making it worse than it is because I feel like it's worse than yeah, it is it feels that way but he was straight up telling me that it's not real it does not exist and that I am like for some insane reason that making it up that you're basically mentally ill yeah like, like <laughs> no yeah for the, my for kicks i just thought like i would be miserable <laughs> and hate my body and like not be able to get up and go running like i want like whatever like mm-hmm. yeah i just do that for funsies yeah so yeah. it'd be difficult today yeah you're like you know what oh did anyone ever say that anything like that to you no not to that extent and yeah then, oh my god i mean just hearing that i almost feel like uh, I'm speechless because and I've dated great guys I don't think okay this like actually he's I still think he's a great guy but that was our first fight and I won because like <laughs> yeah you're gonna yeah, win I that won. crazy freaking argument yeah like, whoa because like he could have still argued but we like went back and forth on it and I still feel defensive about it to this yeah. day I mean that triggers me too because <laughs> I'm just like what a way to invalidate someone who is actually going through a physical thing every month yeah Literally a quarter of my life. Yeah. I mean, we have to expect that, that we're going to feel sick every month. Yeah. I mean, I mean, some people have different experiences. Some people are skipping their period a lot. I mean, like, yeah. it's all. Yeah, like, yeah. There's so many. That's also the thing, things. too. There's yeah. a lot of women who go through and don't have regular cycles. Exactly. And like, yeah. So and that and that's kind of like a different thing. There's even a difference between like, I expect this every month because I work like clockwork and I yeah. know every four weeks I'm going to feel like crap. Yeah. Versus like, I don't know when it's coming. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I had. Yeah. Like, is this happening? How many false alarms have we had in our life? My lord is it now yeah is it coming over that's what i'm saying i mean those period trackers really would have helped back in the day because and sometimes you know sometimes it'll surprise you and that's you know i mean that's the truth of it it's yeah you sometimes you just cannot be as prepared as you want to be for that kind of thing yeah so 
It's so much, yeah. I really wonder what kind of like trailblazing we're doing by putting a podcast episode about all this. I don't know. There's something special right now. I just want to acknowledge. I'm proud of us that we get to have this conversation and I love you and I know I can talk to you about this, but I honestly feel I'm going to toot our horns and I feel like we're doing (laughs) good in the world by like doing a little bit of a public service of education. And and honestly, main, the main thing that I want is like for women to feel like it's okay. Mm hmm. I got you. Like yeah. we're there with you. We totally. know totally. You're not alone. Yeah, and there are ways to survive with it. Totally. Question for you. Yes. Did you ever use it to your advantage to like get out of shit? <laughs> <gasps> wow, that is such a good question. Oh my goodness. Let me think. Or did you ever like blame something? Where like on my period? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because um, let's be real. You know. Right. Oh. I mean, I think I, if I'm gonna think recent times i might have like told my brother like oh i can't like when i was visiting home like i can't carry my luggage down the stairs i don't feel very good can you can you take my stuff to my car for me and load it up yeah i i don't have an issue with that anymore that's funny because like the former me would be like i'm strong right out just because i'm a girl like no you're stronger than me and it takes less effort yeah. Can you help me? I'm old. I bust my ankle. Like You know what I'm thank saying? You. It's like, just Like, just I'll talk to you out. all you want. Or hours about your girlfriend stuff. Like, let's talk about it. I'll be your therapist. I don't want to carry that suitcase. So you grew up with brothers. Yeah. How was that? I mean, because I have a brother, too, and I only have brothers just like you. Yeah. So, um... How was that growing up? See, my brother, period. Yeah. both my brothers would like fight for me. I love them. They're my best friends. But then and like I've met them and I really like them. Yeah, yeah I like guys. them, too. I'll keep them around. Um, <laughs> but they it was like I grew up being more like I'm one of the boys. Mm-hmm. And that's like that kind of reverse sexism. We're like, you know, we're cool with tomboys. But we're not like a society. Yeah, it's like right. there's always been a taboo about like you're concerned when your little boy wants to wear dresses. But yeah, yeah. I could wear my brother's clothes, you right. know, since I, I was like a cross dresser, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm, I was wearing mm-hmm. like, you know. So like I always felt like I was trying to be like them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and there are times where I would like kind of go back and forth between super girly and then super like a boy. And then, you know, whatever that means. Right. In terms of, like, I completely relate to this, by the way, just because, I mean, I grew up with a twin brother. So, like, yeah. it was like whatever he was doing, I was doing. You know what I did mean? Did he ever do that back to you? Like, whatever Christine's doing, I got to do? He actually eventually did. Oh. Yeah, which is really interesting. I mean, like, I was, we were in marching band together. I was in color guard and he was in percussion. And then eventually we both were in the color guard world together. And we both taught color guard together. And Love. he became way better at color guard than me. <laughs> like way better like seriously anything my brother does or like anything i do he definitely can do better than me like that's wow. why i'm like if he ever like went into acting he'd probably blow me away which that's, is crazy i love that you have that bond with like <laughs> like that mother <laughs> i know i'm always like god damn he's just got that that natural confidence like a confidence within him that he's like i think i can do that and i'm gonna go do it speaking of confidence mm-hmm. i think that this is actually very much related right because yeah there's a lot of things i think i've observed and then consciously and subconsciously resented in yeah. my lifetime of feeling like by being a woman mm-hmm. i'm at a disadvantage like mm-hmm. do you feel mm-hmm. that no absolutely yes 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 like yes. and did you like did you were you aware of that or is that something that you just kind of like felt like your life did when did you become aware that you had this like 
I have like I have bitterness about it. I mean, like I know even when I was um, I used to work at this wastewater treatment plant, which was super like guys club, like mostly just dudes work there. And I was like the uh, clerical person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like this fly on the wall of how these dudes would talk at work about whatever. Yeah. And like. And I just knew then, like, and that was when I was around, like, maybe 18 or 19. I just felt like, oh, I can't just walk into a normal place and feel safe. Not safe in the terms of, like, I'm in danger, like, someone's going to hurt me. But, like, safe in terms of, like... Speak freely. Yeah, I can't speak freely. I, um, like, I just don't feel, like, regarded. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like in that sense, like that's something that's very real. And I like, honestly, I feel like our conversation right now is making dots connect that maybe we're not fully connected before. Right. But it makes sense. I think I don't think that it's unreasonable to assert that this general subduing of like this experience right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by not acknowledging or like making it something shameful or gross that yeah. again like half the world experiences yeah. for decades at a time from a very young age right <laughs> it's, it's like, like de- it's devaluing that and so it's kind of like you're always in this place of disempowerment mm-hmm, yeah. and i'm not saying that be like you disempowered me but like i'm that i'll be real it fucking sucks that yeah. sucks to feel like i don't count yeah. And that my my uh you know, like my experience is like a blight on the world. Like, oh, it's so gross that you can't even like talk about it. Or that right. I my body is for specifically for the service of pleasing a man or procreating and nothing. You know, yeah. like I don't know. There's a lot. I I think all of those are exactly right. So then it doesn't surprise me that there are a lot of women out there who have a hard time speaking up or mm-hmm. like about other things that like, mm-hmm. things are not related to a period or like mm-hmm. yeah like you'll walk into a room and like you just there's this subliminal thing inside of you going like well what do i matter yeah or like, like if, i'm gonna keep to myself then. yeah like does my opinion matter in this conversation i don't want to be ridiculed i don't right. want to be like you know and that's a lot of, that's not just women i'm saying that women are the only ones who experience there's no, tons no, of no. people who experience that totally but that's a very real thing and i think it's something to acknowledge. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I do think there is a correlation between, like you said, just like the um, like people like disregarding what the experience of periods is mm-hmm. and like how that affects women throughout the world and how we live and um, just our confidence. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And how feeling we of worth. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, like feeling like you matter. Exactly. And, like, that's literally my last episode of, like, really still struggling with that concept. Mm-hmm. Which Same is, here. No. it's it feels insane. That's why I don't even know how to explain it otherwise. No, that's why I really loved it because it. I, I feel like, for me personally, like, I'm constantly the cheerleader for all my loved ones, friends, family, like... Girl, you are. You I'm are such a cheerleader. <laughs> you are I, a color guard cheerleader. <laughs> like literally You cheering. will spin things. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, no, like I feel like I cheer hard for the people in my life, but I would never do that for me. It's like, that, which is why like such a great episode on like I am enough, like that whole thing. Um, yeah. I've been, I've been so listening weird. to different motivational things and like it's not even just about like 
women empowerment, but it's right. kind of like for professionals or people who want to create anything or like yeah. build a business. Um, Gary Vaynerchuk is like a great yep. mm-hmm. YouTuber. And like, I forgot who he was talking to, one of his millions of videos, but he was talking about, you know, you're the CEO of your freaking life, you know, and yeah. of your business or whatever it is that you're trying to build. You got to respect your time and you got to respect your body, everything, the way that it's you would so for true. somebody that you really look up to and that you, you know, think is so great. So like if you super look up to like Elon Musk and you set a time on your calendar, I'm like, this is my meeting time with Elon Musk. You're going to be early for that. Yeah. You're going to come dressed nicely. You're going to like, yeah, you know, look your damn best, feel your damn best, all that. But yeah. if you put something on your calendar, like, okay, this is like my time to budget my life or mm-hmm. like write or whatever like mm-hmm. work on my pre-production for my next project but then you're like oh i don't feel like it yeah would you you know it's See? like oh you don't feel like it so you're gonna ditch a meeting with elon musk right or, exactly or with it's ava like, duvernay or whoever like you need to just, yeah it's about showing up for yourself which yeah. is something like i mean that's why it resonates so much with your last episode it's like yeah, I need to show up for myself more. It's hard. And it does start with like, how do you show up for yourself when you're on your period? Like, all, yeah, yeah. Like, when you just need to take care of yourself. Like, literally, I've gotten angry at my body. There's so many times yeah. where I'm like, like, work with me. Yeah. You know? And I look at it like it's my enemy because it's slowing me down. Right. Like, my brain is foggy, and I'm like... I don't want people to know that yeah. I'm doing this because I don't want them to, like, you know, hold me at a distance. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm scared that, like, oh, if, if I say... If I explain to somebody, hey, I'm, like, I'm hormonal right now, I'm really sorry, that they'll, like... Yeah, back off. Like, look at me a certain way. Yeah. Or be like, oh, you know. Which is, like, I mean... Crazy. We're, yeah, we're adults, you know yeah. <laughs> what I mean? Like... But the sad reality is there are people out there, I'm sure, I'm like, thankfully not in my direct universe, yeah. Insane but I'm sure that there are people out there who will continue to experience that. Yeah. That saddens me. And if there's anybody listening, you know, I really would, and I would hope that you could stand up for yourself mm-hmm. um, in whatever version you want to say or do, like, tell them to fuck off yeah. <laughs> kindly you know or like explain to them or not, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, you do you. Yeah, you're human. Yeah. And you belong here. And, like, fuck them. <laughs> okay. But also, if you want people to understand, like, mm-hmm. maybe you can refer them to this podcast. Like, yeah. If you don't want to explain it, we'll explain it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's... it. It shouldn't be this hard. Yeah. It shouldn't be this hard. But I also think that there's learning and wisdom in like overcoming the hard. And so I think that's why, again, it's so meaningful that you made this short. And I did want to take a second because I wanted to like highlight what you're doing. Because like this, this journey of yours, like this thing that spanned a few years of you like conceptualizing, thinking about how to creatively share these stories, Mm -hmm. right? About a period, like women and their periods. Yeah. How has that expanded for you? Like, I want people to know how that was like, I think, again, I don't know. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. Was it a pretty significant part? Because it's a very real, honest, funny story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you think that kind of like opened the floodgates, if you will? (laughs) (laughs) Did it liberate you? Red floodgates. It... I mean, when I was making it, like, originally, it was a different story. Um, and it was much more, like, a f- like even more of a familiar story of, like, we've seen this before. And, like, the more research I was doing about other women's experiences, I mean, like, just blew my mind and opened my mind to, like, oh, my God, this is such 
an issue. This is such a feminist issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, this is, there's so many things that I didn't know that I like need to put into this. And there are still things that I didn't know that I'm learning today that I'm like, whoa, what a missed opportunity. That's not in my movie. Totally pissed about that. But like, you do a sequel. You, know, you do a sequel. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Though people are always like, the next one for you is, uh, what's it called? What's the next? What's next for us after menstruation? It's menopause. menopause. Yeah. So they're like, you're going to have to do a menopause uh, mm-hmm. short, which is really funny. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, uh, I'm sorry. What was your question? Well, like so I want to talk about your other projects too, because right. I, I was like, also wanted to to Christine's horn because oh this woman God. is going to TIFF, the, which is Toronto International Film Festival. It, it, it's crazy. It's a yeah. big deal. Yeah, no, this is that's you a got huge two deal. of your shorts selected. Yeah, only 23 in the whole world. Yeah, so TIFF does this um, Instagram shorts festival every summer um this is their third year doing it they only select films up to one minute it's a very so it's, this is going to be like a 23 minute film festival y'all i you love can it watch all of that's it kind of like the real hour. millennial like 2018 yeah. film festival is like one minute uh, yeah it's for yeah because people don't have attentions whatever but like, like what yeah. it's longer than 90 seconds <laughs> they're like damn i gotta scroll i gotta scroll past yeah that. I, gotta scroll. I gotta move on um yeah so uh I had actually been working on a kind of micro series for Instagram to uh, because people are always telling me, you know, people are always saying, how are you marketing yourself? How are you using your Instagram? And I'm like, I, I hate that. You know, what I mean? I'm just kind of like, I'm not in this place of like, yeah, I'm, I want to brand myself right now. I am actually taking a huge step back from that this year. Um, and I committed to um, in December. No longer auditioning. I don't have representation anymore. You're just doing your own thing? Yeah, I'm literally just doing my own projects this year. And friends' projects, too. Um, And it's kind of been a great thing for me. Look at you. That's awesome. I feel like a lot more creatively fulfilled than I have been in recent years just because in recent years I've only given myself enough time to do like, like maybe one project. But then I'm like running around auditioning for things that I'm not getting like which is like part of the game and I'm good with that like that was that's a game I'm willing to play but this mm-hmm. year I decided to take a step back from that game and do my own thing so yeah. I've been I've been making um I started an Instagram called Starring Christine which if we're going to go down the branding you know path I love like, it yeah it's totally a thing about like let me show you that as an Asian American woman I can star in something we can be the stars yeah. of oh yeah like stories. I made it all yeah like, FYI, first of all, yeah, yeah. I made it. First like, of all, I was waiting for it. I yeah, was like, I think we're like, we're like, we're like at the, near the end of the podcast. Yeah, I do um, that a lot. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I um for the last six months, I've been making. I'd actually been making one minute shorts for specifically that project to learn how to direct more, act more, write more. Um, been teaching myself how to edit, so that's been educational. Um, and then I found out about Tiff's uh, Instagram Shorts Festival. I was like, great, I already have a bunch of these. So I submitted five that I thought were appropriate. That's great. Yeah, I know. And You're ready. See, this is when... It's crazy. Prep- yeah. Good luck is when preparation meets opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. You were ready, girl. Something, yeah. Someone You're like, I, you want one? I got today. five. What you want? Yeah, what exactly. You want? What you want? And, then, and then they selected two. 23 were selected worldwide and two of them are crazily from the project i, I can't started. math right yeah. now but that's that's great yeah i don't so. i imagine there's no one else in that lineup that has two in it there actually is okay his name is um 
I you might, can be friends with him because you both are I, like the overachievers of the group. You might know him. He's Asian. Uh, Johnson Chang? I don't know him. Don't, okay. Um, he, I think he works for DreamWorks right now. And, That's um, cool. Yeah, he has, he has, he got two mini docs selected for this uh um, festival. So basically, the festival runs from the 10th to the 18th. So that's like next Wednesday. And like, the, they have an amazing jury lined up for it. I mean, I, I mean, I'm like, hold on. It's they got uh, I'm gonna pull up the list. So I don't please fuck do this up. I, I just want to say I love that you've just Yeah, while you look it up, I want to yeah. just be like you put yourself out there. And that's again, that's kind of the meta message is like, just being good with yourself and then being confident and like owning who you are being like not telling stories that like you think other people want to hear but like stories you want to share yeah in the way that you want to and i think it's great yeah i think it's so important that all these platforms that are coming out now have given us a place to like share i mean podcasting like i was like i want to talk i want to have an episode or five about periods period like i want to talk about it i feel terrible and i think other women i just want to help them feel seen and you can do (laughs) and you get to do that yeah and that's amazing and like who's no one's stopping you and i love that like i freaking love that trust me like because of all those previous experiences i did feel like oh like oh well people like feel like oh that's gross i was like maybe and okay (laughs) yeah maybe okay sure but what am i tune in for the next episode yeah or not yeah okay Sorry, if this is not for you, then maybe you need to reevaluate <laughs> your mindset. It really, really is fine. Almost like if you're not ready to hear that story because it makes you uncomfortable, then yeah. okay. I'm not going to not say it. That's the issue. That's it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's fine to talk about it. And that's part of it. It's, yeah. Part of it is let's talk about it. Who's your jury, though, girl? Oh, so the jury for this, it's an amazing jury. They got Alma Asante, who directed Belle, a United Kingdom, um, April Rain, who is the film reporter and host of Filmstruck Podcast. I met April Rain. She's dope. <gasps> oh, dude. She's oh the one who God. coined the term Oscar oh, So White. I'm so sorry. Yeah, April Rain coined Oscar So White. Yeah. So she's one of the jury members. Alicia Malone is the Filmstruck Podcast host. Oh, nice. my God. Great. Aquafina. Hello. She's a jury. She's yeah, a she's judge. a jury member. I yeah, I get that. it, girl. I know. And um, Serene Fox, I who uh, wor- she's an activist, artist, actress, Love. works on Vice. Amazing, all female jury. Um, they're selecting uh, a jury prize. They're also going to select a female identifying filmmaker um, to win a. Um, a director's prize basically and then there's a fan favorite award which is basically heading up to tiff's instagram which is uh tiff underscore net um watching all the films which i highly recommend and just hitting that double tap and y'all just giving it some love giving it some love and like you know sending one of like the winners the winning filmmakers get to fly to tiff in september which is amazing that's awesome what an opportunity um so yeah, I have two films. One of them's actually live on Instagram, on Tiff's Instagram right now. Um, and the next one's going to be, 24 Years will be live on Instagram on um, Monday. And Do you want to like, are, do you want people to just go watch it? Or do you want to give like the synopsis of them? I can give a little bit of a yeah, synopsis. Yeah. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. So um, Snapped, which is live right now on Tiff's Instagram, is a Insta Stories kind of thriller. I was on a cruise with my family back in February. And I like, so I was already in like the midst of shooting like a bunch of these micro shorts. And I was like, it'd be missed a, a missed opportunity if I did not do something creative on this week on this cruise. big boat yeah exactly so um yeah no we shot a bunch of stuff and uh willed it down to one minute and it's just a really interesting um, thriller yeah it's a look into 
the life of someone who's going through an unstable time. And um, it's all told through Insta stories. Very nice. Yes. Very creative. Yeah, fun. It was a lot of fun to do. Um, and then the second film, which is coming out on Monday, uh, is called 24 Years. That one is about two um, Filipino sisters who waited 24 years to reunite in the United States. It's based on my family's real story of having to wait two decades for the immigration like petition papers to go through for us to be able to be with our families again. I mean, yeah. we're talking about separating sisters, our families yeah. today here in the United States. Right. At the pretty relevant yeah it's just like just yeah yeah all these families separate all over the world so that's a story i wanted to tell and that one's yeah that one's coming out on monday yeah all right miss christine well i adore you i adore you and i'm very proud of you and i'm very inspired by you and i think that same way girl like keep doing the damn thing you too, girl. Let's snap we're that out. We're snapping it out. Take care of ourselves when we're on our parents, on for parents, all that. If anything, again, the bright side, the optimism is like you, you're given, you're gi- you're like kind of handed all this monthly drama. <laughs> it yes. creates great art. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like that's just, the, and then we just have to figure out how to deal with it. It's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's like, might as well understand it, embrace it, get educated on it. And yeah. then like just grit your teeth and bear through it yeah true and if you're ever just looking for something to laugh at and like feel understood like you could if you're interested you could check out the film a period drama on amazon prime right now i love now. that it's on amazon prime. yeah it's on prime right now so that's pretty it's pretty cool it's been it's a good amazing. creative year yeah um so if killing if, it yeah if you if you're looking for some fun period films yes. <laughs> a period drama yeah um okay so if people want to find out more about you where can they find you on the interwebs you can find me at christinegeralaga.com on instagram it's just christinegeralaga um i also have starring christine which is my other instagram with my projects and um uh yeah that's basically where i'm most active you can also find me on facebook but super active on instagram yeah you are yeah (laughs) making your art on instagram yes all right well that does it for this episode of first of all and if you enjoyed it please subscribe and leave a five-star review shout out and thank you to everybody who has so far i'm super honored i love you um and you can support me my journey as a podcaster on patreon at patreon.com slash first of all podcast you can also follow me on twitter and instagram at first of all pod i'm a proud member of the pod Luck Podcast Collective, which is a collective of Asian American podcasters and storytellers. Y'all are the bomb, and I love you. And you can find this at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Radio Public, Spotify, and everywhere else you find podcasts. And we are recording this session, this episode of First of All, at Visual Communications, which is a nonprofit organization that develops and supports the voices of Asian American Pacific Islander media artists who empower communities and challenge perspectives. You can learn more about their programs, such as the Academy Award Qualifying Los Angeles Asian Pacific Film Festival at vconline.org. Shout out to VC. I love Francis. Rochelle and the whole crew. You guys are amazing. Thank you to Marm Yue, my producer and audio engineer, the man who has been behind the scenes listening to our whole conversation about periods and learning so many things, right, Marm? <laughs> right? Yes, yes. That was a yes. All right. And thank you to Aquafina, who was a juror for Christine for providing yes. the music, Yellow Ranger, Love for this song. episode. And I hope you all have a blessed day, week, night, year, um, PMS week, whatever you're going through. Your girl got you, okay? And also, if you enjoyed this and there's somebody that you think would enjoy it, be entertained, learn something new, please share this podcast. 
And that will do it. Thank you, Christine. Thank you so much for having me. I love you. Review this shit, y'all. She's the main. She's amazing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Have a great week, guys. Bye. Bye.